0: Welcome back to our NFL breakdown show. Triple Bs, I guess we is the working title we're gonna go with. Uh I'm Zach Fries. I'm alongside my two uh knuckleheads here, we got Alex Frank and Elliot Rearing and uh another fun week of uh NFL football to uh to break down. It's wild. Yeah. I mean just a, a lot to get to, a lot to a lot to cover. Um so we won't waste any time. Uh We'll start with the uh, we'll start with the Bengals, uh, who, uh, not unsurprisingly, uh, lose on Thursday night to Cleveland. Uh, the offensive line, the defense, proved to be a problem. Uh, I mean, what a what a disaster! Um, Burrow Burrow looked great, I thought, um, for all things considered, with what he has to work with. But what do we think, Week 2, and two again?
1: I brought this point up on our Bengals reaction show yesterday with justin cashman it's the fact that whenever the Bengals lose two games in a row one thing that we can't do as fans or those who cover the team the one thing that we don't do is we don't look at just the two games on an individual level no because it always goes back to what this franchise for 52 seasons has not done they don't have a winning culture they don't have a winning culture when you have How many winning seasons? 18 winning seasons in 52 years of existence. That's not even close to 50% of your seasons being winning seasons. That's barely over 25%. This is the problem with the Bengals. They're not a winning culture. The Bengals on Thursday night were competitive. I thought they were extremely competitive. I thought they could have won that game. But how many times have we said that over and over and over again? Well, you know they were competitive. They had a chance at the end to win the game, but they didn't. And the two glaring weaknesses, real quick, Elliot, it, uh, the inability to run block and the inability to stop the run. Were two glaring weaknesses, and they've been glaring weaknesses for years now. And and in a season where they're supposed to be changed, the free agents who came in on defense, hundred sixty million dollars. So far through two games, the production has been nothing different than what we've seen over the years.
2: Yeah, um, the the only thing I'm taking away is is that we have key pieces of our team that has regressed after a one win season, so or a two win season, whatever we did last year. Um, this is a team that is not going to make the playoffs. This roster will is not talented enough to make the postseason. And it probably won't be there for the foreseeable future. We have, as Alex said, a losing culture. We have an owner who is incompetent, who is a loser, who has, uh, who has engaged in losing his whole, his whole time as a Bengals owner. And I saw Alex tweeted out that, oh, he can't come to the game for the first time. I don't give a damn. Mike Brown doesn't deserve to watch the Bengals. You can't watch the Bengals in the stadium? Well, come join us watching the TV. We'll see how they look on television, Mike. What all of us have to deal with every single season. This is a losing team. We've gotten worse. Uh, The only thing positive we can take away is we have a quarterback in Joe Burrow and a running back in Joe Mixon. Not that Joe Mixon can be used because we don't have an offensive line we have the single worst offensive line in football we have a a, a group of receivers that aren't in in touch with themselves right right now i mean we have joe burrow trying to find a tight end we just lost a tight end so now we're just putting in drew sample out there hoping that he's going to connect the dots this is this is a bad football team this is a bad football team we're not winning the division we're not coming in second in the division we're not coming in third in the division we're a bad football team and by the end of the season, we're gonna we're gonna have a top five draft pick. You know, this is a bad football team. Do I do I think the Bengals have a chance at the at, at the playoffs? Maybe in the next ten years, sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I don't care anymore. <sighs> I mean, this is just a losing team. When I watch the game, I'm not looking for a Bengals win. I just want to see if Joe Burrow can complete a pass. Now, granted, he threw seventy of them. So, <laughs> do I think he's gonna complete one? Yeah, I do. But you know, I hope. I you know, Joe Burrow looked good. I'm sure he'll leave this joke of a city and organization soon, but we'll get him for the first few years of his career before he flames out. So, you know, that's, that's how I feel right well, now.
1: Well, that's the thing, too, Elliot. It's, it's, that, it's that the Bengals, through the first two games, if there's anything that we have taken away from them, it's the fact that Joe Burrow is the real deal. Joe Burrow is the real deal at franchise court. He's a franchise quarterback. But the Bengals right now are failing him. And that's why this game on Sunday at Philadelphia, it's a must-win game not just for the season, but for the immediate future of the franchise. You've know, you got to figure out, okay, who do we, who do, if, if they're even having these productive conversations as, as management and front office and executives, you know, who, who do we want to have around Joe Burrow and also, quite frankly, the coaching staff, which, by the way, it stinks. I'm finally starting to come to the, to the realization that this coaching staff is not the answer. It's not. Zach Taylor panics whenever when the run game gets completely shut down at the beginning, Brian Callahan doesn't, doesn't do anything. He's guilty by association, though, because he is the offensive coordinator, which Zach Taylor is calling the offensive plays. Lou Anaruma was a terrible hire. Who the hell, who the hell was he when the Bengals hired him? Jim Turner is an offensive line coach? Pfft, whatever. <laughs> he needs to go. This coaching staff is not very good. But I will say this, Elliot. I disagree with that this is a bad football team. I think, it's a, I think it's a competitive football team. I don't think it's bad. There's talent at some positions. You're telling me that the receiving core of A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, uh, when he's on the field, Auden Tate, T. Higgins has potential? You're telling me you wouldn't take an offense that, that, that whose core is Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, and Tyler Boyd? You would not take that as a talented offensive team? I I actually would. The problem is they're not being coached right. Joe Burrow shouldn't be throwing 60, 61 passes a game. Now, granted, he did complete 37 of them, most ever by a rookie quarterback in the history of the National Football League, but... The the, the, coaching, the way this team is coached, it's not very good. Joe Burrow's going to get killed. Joe Burrow's the answer, a quarterback. You have that figured out. Why can't you figure out the other things? An offensive line. Didn't take one until the sixth round in the draft this past year. Linebackers. Supposedly a remade linebacking card. Please, it hasn't done anything yet. Defensive line. Geno's been out. Mike, Geno has missed the first two games. Mike Daniels missed Thursday night. DJ Reader can't do it all by himself. He sure as heck wasn't helped by the fact that there were 19 missed tackles in the game. Which, by the way, our tackling on Thursday night, terrible.
0: Jesse Bates, a horrid game, a horrible game. It was a bad game, and it was it was a kind of an indictment on the franchise. I, I, look, I don't know if Zach Taylor can coach or not. I don't think I don't I don't know that if there is a definitive he can coach, he can't coach. But I do know this: the NFL is about winning games. It's at the end of the day. Last year, Zach Taylor was hamstrung by his roster. He was. He was handcuffed to a roster that was terrible. Bengals went out. They got a couple guys in the offseason, made a couple moves in free agency. And the Bengals, it seemed like, made somewhat of an effort to, like, okay, they're going to try and win. This guy isn't going to survive this year if he goes 4-12. and Like, they've got to be – there ha- There has to be some improvement of some sort. And right now, I don't know. I mean, but Burrow looks good, but at the same time, if you have an offensive line that's going to get him killed – uh, I mean this is you're wasting my time you're wasting everybody's time we're gonna you know we're gonna get him hurt and then we're gonna be win three games and you know I'm sure we'll draft an offensive you know lineman but he won't be any good or something it'll just be it's just like it's they can't get out of their own way it's just when they think they have one thing fixed they don't or if they if they get one problem fixed then another problem will pop up and they, AJ Green's lost a step and Carlos Dunlap's aging and it's just like it's not it's not an ideal spot right now they're they're not this isn't a team that is is to me close to competing Um, I mean they have their quarterback maybe but there's too much work to be done on this roster to talk about even winning five six games this year I think it's I think it's a I don't see how this team wins more than five football games.
1: Well, it's a fair assumption to think that, but at the same time, I think there's enough talent on this roster that they can win some games. I'm not saying they could. I'm not saying this team now, after watching them for two weeks, is a playoff team by any means. Now, if, if by some miracle, the right side of the offensive line gets figured out, however that happens, and Joe Burrow continues to be who Joe Burrow has been through the first two games, and if Joe Mixon, because of the offensive line's ability to actually figure some things out, if Joe Mixon's able to run the football effectively, and A.J. Green is you know, being this team's best receiver in addition to Tyler Boyd. Maybe this team will have a shot, but the way it's going right now, I mean, here's the thing. Last year through two games, we knew who this team was. We knew who this team was. They weren't going to be very good. This year, I don't know. I at least don't know. I think this team can be good. I think this team can be competitive. But if you lose this game on Sunday, think about this. Jacksonville's playing better than we thought. You got them next. Baltimore, you know who they are. Indianapolis, beatable team, but I they're they're decent. they're decent. Cleveland in week seven. Did you just see what happened Thursday night? Because I sure as heck did. We all did. Week eight against Tennessee. Please. Uh, then it goes the Steelers in week ten. Washington. I mean, there 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 aren't that many lulls in the schedule. Maybe Washington, New York, Miami. A three-week stretch from 11 to 13, but. I'm telling you right now, this season is in grave danger of falling off the rails very, very quickly. And if the Bengals lose, what happens when teams lose in the NFL, questions continue to mount. Winning takes care of a lot of things. It does. And right now, this team, through the first two games this season and through the previous four seasons, they have not done that. And all there have been are questions about every single position on this football team.
2: Yeah, and, you know, it's not just the offensive line. To, you know my my closing thoughts here. It's not the offensive line. It, I mean, the defense is going to give up 300 yards on the ground every game. We have a defense that can't make tackles, as Alex said. We have a bad secondary. I mean, we, we're a bad football team. We have talent on the offensive side, being our quarterback, receivers, and running back. But other than that, you can't win games like that. You have to have a complete team. This is not a complete team. This is a losing team. This team isn't winning five games. I don't. I, I'm looking at I, as Alex just read the schedule. I don't see it. I don't see. I don't see five wins. They're not beating the Jaguars. They're not. Jaguars have have, have played well above their projections. they Minch uh, not a back quarterback. Speaking about competitive, I mean, they're they're coming within a score of each game, not to mention they won week one. So, you know, I, I, I don't think that the Bengals are going to have a uh, productive season at all. And as Zach said, I don't think Zach Taylor is going to make it by, to the end of the season. I think he's going to be fired somewhere around... Uh, week 14 15 sixteen around there my
1: hope is earlier than that and um, but I don't
2: blame Zach Taylor I mean
1: we don't have a team
2: I why, think this why, team why can't no no, no. Stinks. hold
1: on hold on you can absolutely blame Zach Taylor do you did you not see what happened at the goal line when we were down 28 to 13 and how awful that pose- that awful that series went that's coaching right there that's coaching that was bad Zach Taylor we talked about this last night Zach Taylor panics when the run game is not going well early. You can't do that. Yeah. Look, look, look at the great coaches in this league. Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, uh, Andy Reid. They run the football. Now, Andy Reid has the luxury of having Patrick Mahomes. I will give him that. But did you see what the Patriots did on, on Sunday and what they've done through the first two games? They know who they are. Their offense is run the football and Cam Newton. It's pretty good right now. We'll more on that in a minute. Great coach in this league, they don't panic when the run game gets shut down early.
0: I think on, on that note, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's a disaster. Like they, They're they a disaster. Speaking of uh, disasters. Well, hang
1: on one second. I I want to just uh, share to you the the, uh, the goal line sequence that led to it being 28-16. to 16. So the Bengals get... Uh, a touchdown overruled because Giovanni Bernard was down at the uh, one yard line. First, first and goal from the one. Joe Mixon loss of four yards on a run to the right guard. Second and goal from the five. Incomplete pass to Drew Sample. Holding penalty gives you first and goal with the two. Next play, you run across You run a play to Tyler Boyd and out route. That's fine. Incomplete pass. Second and goal. You're running Joe Burrow on second and goal from the two to the right guard. What kind of play call is that? Loss of seven. Next play, incomplete, to over the middle of C.J. Uzama, offensive pass interference, sums up the drive. How do you lose eight yards from the one-yard line with Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon in the game? Bad coaching. I just gave you the answer. So I continue.
0: Yeah, I mean, speaking of uh, speaking of coaches that are on the hot seat, it's uh, well,
1: both of these coaches are on the hot seat.
0: Uh, Atlanta.
1: Oh. oh, maybe blue. Yeah. Maybe one
0: of the worst <laughs> losses
1: ever. Can I? Can I? Can I just go here? Go ahead. Um, the national narrative from this game needs to be that the Atlanta Falcons lost this game, not that the Dallas Cowboys rallied from 15 down in the fourth quarter and rallied from a 20 to nothing deficit early in the f- in the first quarter to win this football game. The Dallas Cowboys did not win this game. I will give them credit, absolutely, to where credit is due for rallying from that deficit. But, ladies and gentlemen, let, let, let's be real here. The Atlanta Falcons, and the sad part is, Atlanta's not a bad team. Their offense is, would you say their offense is top 10 in the NFL? Who,
0: Atlanta? Yeah. I think it's up there, yeah. yeah I, Matt
1: Ryan and... You know, uh, Julio Jones Julio. And, and Hayden Hurst, who I should have started I, I should have started this week. Okay, my point is this: the Atlanta Falcons are coached by Dan Quinn, who at one point was one of the maybe the brightest defensive mind in all of the NFL, and their defense the last two years, and then this year stinks. Their defense stinks. How in the how in the world do you blow a 20 to nothing lead in the first quarter and a 15 point lead in the fourth quarter? I get it Dallas is a solid football team. You look at their numbers from Sunday. Dak Prescott might have had the game of his life. 34 or 47 for 450, one passing touchdown, three rushing touchdowns. And you know, we talk about Dak Prescott can't win these kinds of games. This was, this wasn't this kind of game. Atlanta's not a great team. I want to see Dak beat Seattle uh any uh, Philadelphia consistently not Atlanta Atlanta's Atlanta's a solid team but they but they but they stink defensively Ezekiel Elliott 89 rushing yards on and one touchdown you had two receivers go over 100 yards CD Lamb at 106 Amari Cooper at 600 Michael Gallup had two catches for 58 yards Dalton Schultz the tight end nine catches for 88 yards and a touchdown Elliott had six catches for 33 yards I'm not impressed by Dallas in this game. Their defense stinks. Now, granted, they have bunch, they have some injuries. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch and Sean Lee are both out, so they're they're really only true linebackers. Jalen Smith. Their offense is talented. Don't get me wrong, but it, it took them a a whole quarter to even get on the scoreboard, and let alone get going throughout the entire game. I if they continue to start slow, the Dallas Cowboys aren't going anywhere. Yeah. This team is talented. I'm not going to say they're not. This team has. I think they're the best team in the NFC East. Which, by the way, the NFC East stinks
0: it's like being the skinniest kid at fat camp though right
1: that's
2: i mean <laughs> that's it's that's like being <laughs> the dallas cowboys are going to win the division it's not going to be close well it might be close but they're going to have it at i mean seven wins they're going to be seven yeah. or nine and win the division so that's not it's not an accomplishment
1: but give me t- but, okay and then the onside kick just please okay was standing around the campfire. And, and Dan Quinn's like, oh, we knew about the onside kick rules. Well, then why? Well, you clearly didn't because you let the ball go 10 yards. And what do you think is going to happen?
0: No one diving on that football is incomprehensible. Right? Like, they didn't have a. They just. Nobody decided, like, yeah, hey, maybe we should just dive on this, right? Like
2: I, I understand it because if you try to dive on it and, and, and you fumble it, that ball is live. But opposed, the to, b- opposed to if it doesn't make it to the 10 yards. And you dive on it and fumble it, then you just threw away a, a penalty that you were going to get the ball no matter what. So I could see why they were doing it, but Zach is right. I mean, you have to fold the ball. They got to oh. at least fall. Yeah, you got to I mean, try. Yeah,
1: I mean, and that ball took forever to go 10 yards. I mean, Greg Zerline, he kicked that like he was, you know, making a putt on the goal, on the green. I mean, was that the, was.
2: It was the greatest creepy. onside kick I've ever seen.
1: It, it was creative. I'll give Greg Zerline that. And he got lucky. Whenever you recover an onside kick, you do get pretty lucky, I will say that. But if you're the Falcons, just pounce on the football. I, don't, I mean, you can say, well, we might fumble it. Well, you can't think like that. You have to have a winner's mentality, and they clearly did not.
0: Alex, how do you feel about this stat? The teams were 440-0 when scoring 39 points and not surrendering a turnover. Well, not anymore. 440 Four, since the start of the
2: NFL, 440-0. Oh, my God. Teams that scored 39 points and didn't have an offensive turnover.
1: God, that's amazing. Now, 440-1. That's um, that that that's ridiculous. That's, like silly. that's only the Atlanta Falcons.
0: How did the Falcons lose that
1: game? I mean, Dan
0: Quinn is a dead man walking. With all due respect. Well, I
2: thought he was last year too. That and guy didn't have a shot. They that, and then you know, they well, went. If,
1: if that guy can cry hard enough, he might keep his job. So. I mean, they went what, um, the six Bowl. and two over their last eight games last year. <laughs> yeah. Ever yeah. since the Super Bowl, as yeah, as, as good as they were spank. in twenty, as good as they were in twenty seventeen, which they really weren't that good. They have never been the same team since the fourth quarter of that Super Bowl.
0: God, it makes you wonder what would have happened I had they won that, one nut, but well, I guess we'll you never know, know but three, I, th- I, th- I,
1: th- I think they'd be in a lot better position. I mean, you, you, you win a super now you might have had a Super Bowl hangover, but you lose a Super Bowl like that. See, here's the thing, Zach, and Elliot, we remember who lo- we remember who wins the Super Bowl more than we remember who loses it. That Super Bowl is an exception. Because of how egregious Atlanta lost that game
0: it was yeah it was an all-time bad blown game I mean it' was, it's up there it's man honestly I think it might I mean be if
1: and think about this too if if the Falcons hang on to win that game which they absolutely should have, they'd be in a great position this week because the Saints and Buccaneers are both one and one Carolinas zero and two they're not going anywhere
0: that's a, another division that just doesn't look very good just looks pretty blonde I think so it'll far. I think it'll get better I mean the Saints can't Saints can't do anything. But. It's time it's time
2: for Drew Brees to uh hang up the cleats. Drew Brees so far Drew, it's been Drew Brees has about had his
0: last throw. Well just like he can't throw the they did not throw I know he doesn't have Thomas, but they don't throw the ball down the field. It was like they they were not throwing the ball down the field. Yeah, but do you
1: have to throw the ball down the field? Yes. When you have uh, when you have guys who are great in space like Josh Hill, Taysom Hill, and Alvin Kamara, I, no, clearly but, they just lost to the
0: Raiders. Yeah, But it was just a lot of it was. That's so because much, that's
1: because their defense was flat out awful last
0: night. It was just too many checkdowns. It was just like checkdown, checkdown, checkdown. Like I don't think I think in the last drive, I mean, going into the last drive, they didn't have any passes of.
1: Like they didn't attempt the ball to throw the ball than twenty yards. Well they it did they the did put themselves in a bit of a hole last night. I I, well, I, I yeah. will give them that. Sean Payton, but with I, all but, due but, but but their Saints de- <laughs> but the Saints defense last night was just terrible. And it's not like the Raiders' offense is, you know, one of the best in the NFL. I think it's a very good offense. Darren Waller had a tremendous game last night. Derek Carr is not a be- is a better quarterback than Wheat. some might give him credit for. Yeah, he's all right. I think I think he's pretty good. I think the Raiders are, are a well coached team. John Gruden, I think, does know what he's doing in Vegas, but If you're the the Saints, last night wasn't about Drew Brees. I mean, yes, they didn't have Michael Thomas, but Alvin Kamara still had a very nice game. Um, Jared Cook had a touchdown. I'm not concerned about New Orleans just yet. If they lose to Green Bay on Sunday, I might be. But, no, I think Las Vegas, it was their home opener. I said Las Vegas was going to win, and they did.
0: Yeah, you were right. I was, you know, I didn't think it would happen. I also, I didn't realize how bad the Michael Thomas injury really was at the time last week. So that's that's credit to you. The Raiders gotta win. They're two and So good for Oakland. I'm just gonna keep saying Oakland.
2: I'm gonna keep saying I'm gonna keep saying the Redskins. I don't yeah, know if I, I can stop. For, I just forget. It just like, just like it just engraved
1: Dick in my Stockton brain. said Dick Stockton said that word on the broadcast of the Washington, yeah. Arizona game the on R R Sunday. Word? The R yep. Wins
0: okay. I can't play him, dude. He shouldn't get canceled or anything. I mean, give him mean, a break. No, it was the team's name. No, he's or not. Ca- no,
1: you're not going to get canceled for that. Well, you never know.
0: Never know. <laughs> we, we won't go there. Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about Chiefs' drivers. Speaking
2: of canceled, Tyrod Taylor, you're canceled. Thank you. Yeah. Justin Herbert. Zach. Zach said it when when it happened. You know, he had a horrible, one of the worst interceptions you'll ever see. Had an open first down, an easy run, and says to throw it across his body. Uh, feet weren't set across the middle of the field. There was about eight Chiefs there, and a fair catch the, the fair catch the interception. <laughs> um, it was bad. Uh, but other than that, he played a really good game, and they and the offense has a spark. We thought the Bengals defense was good when we played the Chargers. No, 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 no. It was Tyrod Taylor not being able to move the football against our terrible defense. It, this kid's good. And if, if Anthony Lynn wants to win games, I strongly recommend you keep, you keep this kid in the game.
1: Yeah, there's a headline yesterday. Don't, I don't know if you were finished earlier, but there was a headline yesterday on ESPN that said Tyrod Taylor's the starter if he's 100%. That should not be the case. Because let me tell you, Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert is a really, really great talent. And he makes this Chargers offense that much better. The reason why the Chargers had a chance to win this game, not only their defense, which, by the way, their defense is incredible, Particularly up front, but Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, as we saw against the Bengals. But you look at this offense, the talent that it has, and it finally has a quarterback that, and, and, and they didn't Philip Rivers until he started aging, showing his age last year, and his accuracy last year was not very good. They now have a quarterback in Justin Herbert, who is big, strong, has a great arm, and can get the ball to these playmakers in Eckler, Allen, and Williams. The Chargers have found their quarterback. If you if you're saying If people are saying, well, the Chargers have a quarterback controversy on them. No, they don't. They only have a quarterback controversy if they make one for themselves. The controversy would be if they keep starting Tyrod Taylor. No. Justin Herbert went out there and clearly earned the right to start. He went out there and showed why he should be the quarterback of the future. If if Tyrod Taylor is starting this Sunday, that is horrible on the part of Anthony Lynn and the coaching staff.
0: I agree. I think... It would be foolish for them for to start Tyrod Taylor because for many reasons. One, Herbert gave them a chance to win the game. I mean, they were right there. Um, and two, what, now that you know Herbert can play a little bit, why would you waste a year of his contract? I mean, you only got him for, you know, well, I guess five guaranteed years. Uh, so, but, but why would you waste one of these years now? Now that you know this guy, okay, this guy gives us a shot to win games played pretty well first start against the good you know the super bowl champs held his own why why not what's the downside of just being like let's like this guy can give us a shot to win we only got him for so long there's only you know we we, we invested a first round pick a top 10 pick on him so we might as well like let's go like now that we know it's one thing if you like okay we don't know if this guy is just ready he needs a year of seasoning it's just not it's just, he's not ready to, to play, but uh, I think he looks like he's kind of ready to play, I, or at least he showed he's ready. So, I mean, he's they should be he should be playing games. This is silly to have Tyrod Taylor.
1: Yeah, it, it it clearly is Zach. You're, you're absolutely right. When uh, and there's no downside of this. This is what great organizations they're not only thinking about right now, but they're also thinking okay, down the road, this guy is on a four year rookie deal. Uh, yeah, you you said it, you said it perfectly, Zach. Why aren't why wouldn't they start this guy? You know, not waste a year of his contract. It's kind of like you know how I felt that way about Jared Goff when the Rams drafted him in 2016. That's why the Eagles started Carson Wentz in 20 in 2016 as a rookie. That's why all these teams that had that have had rookie quarterbacks over the years, you're seeing. And quite frankly, you know, this shows that the Browns should have started Baker Mayfield in the first two weeks of the season. They didn't start him until week three. Like why why they started Tyrod Taylor, I'll never know. But this, What Justin Herbert did on Sunday proved that he is the starting quarterback, or should be, in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Now, with Kansas City, did they play great on Sunday? No. But they won. Great teams find ways to win when they're not playing their best. And by the way, didn't I say that it is crucial to have a great kicker on your roster?
0: Yeah, I think you've said that.
1: Two field goals from 58 yards from Harrison Bucker has not missed a kick since the Chiefs last lost a game, which was uh, November 10th of last year at Tennessee.
0: Oh, Bucker's as good as he... They-
2: Bucker had to make three clutch field goals at the very end of that game in overtime. They were at... They, it was from 53 yards. And then there was a false start. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. There was the 53 yards. Yeah. He made the... He sunk the kick perfectly down the middle. False start. Backed it up to 58-yarder, which again, like Alex said, would have been his second 58-yarder if he made it of the game. Kick is up. Splits the upright. Perfect kick. Timeout, Anthony Lynn. Good timeout. Third kick in a row. Clutch. Overtime. By the way, he also had one to send it to overtime. And he made a 58-yarder earlier in the game, too. Sunk the kick. I mean, the kid could have done that all game long. If Anthony Lynn had 15 timeouts and he would have used them all there, he would have just kept making field goals. And that's and, and Alex is right. You know, Having a great kicker like that, and not even like clutch. Like that's I mean having a clutch kicker like Venetarian is prime, like that's what you need to win football games. Uh the close football games. Um so yeah. Bengals have a good one, but we won't get into that. Zach, what's I mean, what's the uh you know,
0: they got Fred Johnson at right what's tackle? What's the uh <laughs> Bobby Hart at left what's... tackle,
1: but yeah,
0: Randy Bullock's the reason they lose. Anyway. Fat Randy. Uh Seahawks Patriots, let's get into that. Game of the week. Um,
1: Game of the year the so far.
0: Almost blew that one. That would have been another catastrophic uh, loss of the weekend, I guess.
1: Why does uh, every game between New England and Seattle come down to on the one yard line?
0: Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's been uh, they've been in some some tight ones. Um, New England uh, got the ball back late. Uh, they were down twelve with about you know up until about two and a half minutes they scored to make it a five point game, and then they obviously Cam Newton. Uh, get the ball back drives him down and then a, a goal line stand from seattle's defense uh for the win uh so seattle uh, gets the best in new england yet again uh in the regular season In the regular season um i believe russell wilson is uh what is he three and three
1: and against bill belichick you know against bill
0: belichick in the regular season obviously we don't have the super bowl in it but
1: um
0: so yeah thoughts i mean russell wilson's Looking like the best quarterback in in football right now,
1: so uh, Russell Wilson should be the MVP of the NFL. That right now through the first two games, the guy has nine touchdown passes and eleven incompletions.
2: That's Michael Jordan worthy. And by the way, one of these incompletions that's going to be a blemish on his on his little stat his phenomenal stats is that interception that went straight through the numbers of uh, Greg Olson. Greg Olson. Which resulted in a pick six, which might have been the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Uh, but that's not Russell Wilson. I, I and that's crazy to me how Russell Wilson hasn't won an MVP yet. Like if you think about, and I and I I told Zach this on Sunday. Russell Wilson is one bad Pete Carroll play call away from being considered, in my opinion, the greatest quarterback of all time.
1: What? I
0: don't know if he's the greatest of all time. But the anyway, greatest
1: quarterback of all time?
0: I
2: think he'd be yeah, pretty. I think. I think if he wins that Super Bowl, I think he's on pace to be the greatest quarterback. You know
1: what? I don't completely disagree. Tom with Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady.
2: Tom Brady won six Super Bowls. That's great. Tom Brady also can't throw the football. Ooh, so he's
0: fifty, so I
1: can't really. Blame no, yeah. When is mean good? I mean, prime, I mean, if you, I mean that throw in his prime. That
2: game man. against the Rams. I mean, if that counts as a Super Bowl win, then what are we doing? Well, I
0: mean, forty. So, uh, it did.
1: Play. He did make that throw to Rob Gronkowski, if you'll recall. The,
0: the Atlanta. You got to credit Brady. Look, I, I'm not. We don't have to get. We don't have time to get into the Why Brady are we talking stuff. about Tom Brady
1: when he didn't even play in this because game?
0: Brady against the Falcons. Brady won that game. I mean, that was a Brady
1: win. You're trying okay, but at the end Brady. here, here's here's my thing about that. Elliot brings up a great point here. If Russell, if, if the Seahawks win that win that Super Bowl against the Patriots, Brady still has Brady still only a three. Wilson has two in his first three seasons. Remember, Tom Brady was winning games was winning championships early in his career, but we always said, but well, we always knew that Peyton Manning was the better statistical quarterback. That's kind of how it was. Russell Wilson wasn't you know great statistically as far as a passer was was concerned in his first three seasons. He didn't become that until 2015, towards the end of that, re- towards the second half of that regular season, when he had an MVP stretch. I think he was like, what was that final stretch run, Zach uh, Elliot? Through the final, like, six games of the season, he had, like, 20 touchdowns and no interceptions. Oh, Russ? Yeah. Uh, he had five touchdowns against the Steelers, and then, like, another five in Minnesota, and he was just ridiculously good down that stretch. But you think about the trajectory of the, of the, of the two teams since that Super Bowl. That play call by P. Carroll kicked off the second act of New England's dynasty. Because then the Patriots win two of the next four. So three they won three Super Bowls in five years. Remember when Seattle won their first Super Bowl? There was a co- the cover of Sports Illustrated. S.L. Price wrote the uh, the story. And the headline was, and why they might be just getting started. Something like that. Well, they went back to the Super Bowl the next year, had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, and gave that away, and then completely blew it at the one-yard line. Seattle has not been bad since then. They've been one of the NFL's best franchises since that game. They've been to the playoffs uh, four times in the previous five years. They've won a playoff game in each of in, in three of those four seasons. The farthest they've gone, yes, is the only the NFC Divisional Round three times, or, or yeah, three times, but they have not been back to the Super Bowl since. If they win that game, do they have something similar to the Patriots? I
0: don't know about that. Um, but that's a
1: great point that Elliot brings up here.
0: Well, it, it all depends on if those the Legion of Boom stays together and a lot of that defense stays together because they've got they have a ton of new they have a ton of new guys. I feel like defensively, they've, their roster has totally been overhauled mm-hmm. since that that Super Bowl, you know, that Super Bowl loss, but I don't think they would be a dynasty, honestly. I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna be a dynasty either Um, because, and I don't think it's, it's not Russ's fault, it's their rosters, I just feel like Russ has to, Russ does more with kind of lesser rosters, like I don't think this is like a every year I feel like Seattle just kind of like they've got, I mean they've got some good players, but it's just not like one of the better rosters in the league. It feels like Russell Wilson just kind of has to elevate this team to and he can only take them so far and, and so I can't you can't fault him for only, you know, winning a playoff game because he's getting them to the playoffs and and they're not they they've had their offensive line issues for a long time and um uh, they you know, they're a little better I think this year. They've got better offensive linemen, but I feel like it's more just like Russ has to I feel like the last, since the, you know, the the Legion of Boom broke up and all that stuff, they've lost all those guys the last three, four years. Russ has really had to kind of just elevate this team. Like, he's been elevating them more so than anything, and I just think that's too hard to do every single year. You're not going to be able to, it's just too hard to, to carry this kind of, uh, roster with that it's, it's, it has some deficiencies all the way to the Super Bowl. It's just, that's a hard thing to do. The it, it, His first couple of years, he was, I mean, Russ was good, but he had those great defenses and, and uh, you know, Legion of Boom and, the, you know, Michael Bennett and those guys. So. Don't forget
1: about, they had Bobby, Marshawn Lynch. Bobby
0: Wagner. They still have Bobby
1: Wagner. And on offense, he was helped by a receiving court that I thought was a little underrated, but they also had a great offensive line, Marshawn Lynch, who could who would carry the ball 25, 30 times a right. game. Imagine what that can do. Um, but, Russell, and, and I don't have the stats right in front of me, but I feel like Russell Wilson is the entire Seahawks offense. But, and as Zach, you mentioned, that can win you games. It can win you, you know, 11, 12 games a year, but can it get you to a Super Bowl? I'm not sure, because in the playoffs, what you need is a team that can, is a clock eater in terms of being able to run the football. Seattle doesn't have that running back, I don't think. Now, Chris Carson... On Sunday night, a uh, fun fact he, uh, whoops, Chris Carson on Sunday night for Seattle had 17 carries for 72 yards. I mean, that's not bad, 4.2 yards a carry, but they don't have a run game. They don't have a run game. I mean, t- two years ago they had a run game in Carson and Rashad Penny, but I don't see that this year. Russell Wilson is that offense, and unfortunately, if he has a bad game, chances are Seattle's not winning because their defense stinks. They, I mean, how many sacks did they have on Sunday night against um, Cam Newton and the Patriots? I'm looking at it right now. Jamal Adams had one sack, and that was it.
0: Yeah, their their defense looks. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad. I don't think it's bad, but I think there are lo- They're they're not the same. I think it's just one of those things where. It's, Russ has kind of had to dig him out of some holes a lot more now. The last couple of years, where Russ might be able to get away with, Russ can kind of—I don't want to say game manage—but just kind of you know not have to do as much. Now it's just like Russ has to go above and beyond for them to pull one out. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean their defense—I mean their defense almost let him down. So, um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean Jamal—Jamal Jamal Adams get was big for them. He's—he's he's a game changer. Um, and, and Bobby Wagner's a Hall of Famer, so um, it it is interesting though when you look at at uh, at Russell Wilson's career uh, trajectory that first three years of kind of like you said just kind of game managing or you know the stats weren't there, I had that defense and now it's just like well he honestly you could win the MVP every single year uh, the last three four years so but I also want to credit. I kind of want to credit New England. Obviously, they didn't win, but I mean, I think they're they're going to be a force to be reckoned with if Cam plays like that. Cam played a pretty pretty strong game. I mean, he was. Uh, it just feels like. I know they didn't score on that last play, but that's going to be a problem when they get inside the five. If they're as long as their O line holds up, it's going to be really tough, um, especially against the, some of these bad AFC teams. It's gonna to be tough for them to stop Cam Newton inside the five, just because you know it's coming, but you can't stop it. He's gonna be, he's gonna to be tough to stop inside the five. That's that's for sure. And and I mean, New England, I don't know how they're doing it. You know, offensively with with the I mean the weapon. I just gotta read these receivers that caught passes. Uh, obviously, Jules was was great, but uh, Demir Bird, uh, Nikhil Harry was a first round pick. Okay, fine. He gets a pass. Burkhead, he's still playing. He's that that guy. He's fifty and he's still roaming running around. Uh Ryan Izzo, Tom. I don't think any relation to Tom there.
1: Uh, I don't think so either.
0: Jacoby Myers. Yeah, it's a household one. Did a couple catches last year, I think. Jacob Johnson. Yeah, you know him, right, uh, uh, uh Alex, right?
1: Didn't he um Yeah. Isn't he from Penn State? I
0: don't know. But if you get that right, I'll I i do not know what I'll do. I think I'm Jawan I'm Johnson. Tennessee. No, well, Who could, yeah. It would be weird if you wouldn't know that one, though. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I got to credit. I think New England's honestly, they're going to be just fine. So, uh, a friend of mine or, or some some guy close to me, I know maybe has a hey, he has a bet uh, that the Buffalo Bills are going to win the AFC East uh, this year. And Which I don't that, doubt that, his that thinking. Friend is is sweating right now, um, big time because mm. New England's offense. Like I don't know. It's if if. if if Cam like my thing with Cam was is like I mean he just hasn't been very good the last two years. Like he just I mean he got hurt, but he just like doesn't look he's wildly inaccurate, it just doesn't look like like he's gonna be the guy, get the job done. I thought this wouldn't work, but mm, eh, I think it's gonna work, kind of. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be there. I mean, I, they, they play a tough schedule this year. I will say that. They got some tough games. New England? I think they got some. Well, no,
1: one, one here. no question about. It, but at the same time, like I, I look at this New England team; they're a Super Bowl contender because Cam Newton is playing is playing really good football right now. If he's not comeback player of the year, name me a, name me a better candidate right now for that honor.
0: I mean, I can't. even, No one really comes to mind. It's still early, but yeah. I, I... Well,
1: yeah, it is still early, but if, uh, Carson Wentz.
0: Oh, yeah, come on. here
1: we go. AJ Green hasn't done anything to prove that he could be comeback player of the year. But Carson <laughs> is coming back from what? Oh yeah, from an zero and two from a <laughs> fr- playing like trash from an zero and two start. He he, did, he hasn't even been in the league for the last six seasons, so that that's a false statement there. But anyway, uh, no, New England is so forgettable. New England is fine. New England's gonna be just fine. And, and by the way, Zach, your friend who has Buffalo as a bet, Buffalo winning the AFC East. I don't doubt. I don't doubt his thinking. It's very justifiable. Buffalo looked extremely good on on. Sunday against Miami, their defense is. Uh, Josh point. Allen has come a long way. Can we give can we give credit where credit is due Coach to Josh a good Allen? Good
0: quarterback. That's a quarterback. And quarterback. I was out on him
1: last year. Like, I was too. Remember, yeah, because I remember I said on this show on our show Zach, I was out on him last year. He has become. I mean, the numbers that he's putting up right now, back to back, three hundred yard passing games. Heck, he had four hundred seventeen passing yards on uh, on Sunday. Yes, quarterbacks outside of New England exist. You just don't. You just haven't known them for the last twenty years. Well, now you have one in Josh Allen. Who might be the best quarterback taken in the 2018 draft? But New England, with you know their defense, they they just they have problems against Russell Wilson. But Bill Belichick, yeah. Bill Belichick, even said Russell Wilson is the best player in the NFL or something, or best quarterback in the NFL. Well, he wasn't wrong because considering that Russell Wilson had, had five touchdown passes in the game on Sunday. But New England's fine. New England is fine, and the the thing that makes they're it, going to the playoffs.
0: Oh yeah, I think so too. And the thing that makes it that much more just like scary is if is. Once, once Bel- Belichick is gonna have like, you got to keep in mind New England has lost a lot of. They lost Hightower and Chung from that defense. So once Belichick make gets the guys he knows like the do your job guys on the field, I think that's gonna that's gonna be it, they, They're gonna be tough. They're, I mean, they're they're gonna be tough. I think Bill Belichick is gonna flex his muscles this year even more, more so. Um,
1: yeah, and uh, now that we're seeing that Bill Belichick's embracing the new NFL and that the Patriots are succeeding with it, look out. Definitely. Some things have changed in 2020, but some things stay the same, and that's the New England Patriots being a Super Bowl contender.
0: You want to do uh, – I don't know if Elliot had anything to add. Do you want to do top four guys of the week?
1: Do you have anything?
2: No. Uh, I think we should narrow it down to top three just because I think we all – have some of the same guys in mind just to keep down the repetitive. Well, we can, we,
1: I mean, we just spoiler. I, I did, I did. I had an interesting time. For I went with two guys whose teams lost on Sunday okay. at my four and three. I had uh Justin Herbert at number four, just because he was so impressive in the, even in the loss on Saturday, on Sunday, showing that he is this team's friend, the chargers franchise quarterback of the future. And that he better be starting every single week. And then number three, I went with Cam Newton because what he's doing right now is, is spectacular. Like, you know he outplayed. He might have outplayed Russell Wilson on Sunday statistically, but in the end, Russell Wilson made enough throws for the Seahawks to and their defense to hang on in the end. But I'm telling you what, Kim Newton. When you look at the numbers, 397 passing yards, 397 passing yards. Kim Newton does not normally put up those kind of that many passing yards. Yeah, he only threw for one touchdown, but he had 11 carries for 47 yards and two touchdowns. That accounts for 444 yards. Of, of offense from Cam Newton alone. The Patriots as a team had 464 total yards. Their offense is Cam Newton, and it's working. That game on Sunday, you had two quarterbacks who's, they They are those two teams' respective offenses, period. So I got uh, Herbert at four, Newton at three. Number two, obviously, Russell Wilson uh, playing at an MVP level right now, putting up Michael Jordan where the Michael Jordan-esque performances. It's just it's just it's just unbelievable that we that we get to see this. Well, we should see more of this guy play, but the problem is he plays in Seattle, and they always play late. Uh, And then my number one performer of the week, like we just said, a guy who Zach, you and I were both out on last year, but I think he's become a really really good quarterback, and that's Josh Allen. He's also an MVP candidate in my opinion through two games. And here's some interesting numbers about uh, Josh Allen and his performance on Monday or Sunday. Excuse me. 417 passing yards, 24-35, four touchdowns. First Bills quarterback with 400 passing yards and four touchdowns and no interceptions in franchise history. First Bills quarterback since Drew Bledsoe in weeks 13 through 14 of 2002 with back-to-back 300-yard passing games. Sean McDermott said after the game that he has ice water in his veins. No moment is too big for him.
0: good quarterback right there. <laughs> a, a very that good quarterback and a, and
1: a very good Bills Looks team. Looks good in short. That's well coached. I do like the Bills. Very well He's, coached.
0: The Bills my my buddy and you know we we like the Bills a lot. I think they're I, th- I still think I feel good about them winning the division. I think my buddy does too, but yeah, I, I like this Buffalo team a lot.
2: And, if if you're out there and you make bets and you bet on the Bills winning the division, that's a good safe bet. Uh, my top 4 In no particular order, except we are going to go in particular order. Number four, I'm going to have uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton showed why he's one of the best quarterbacks still in the league. He won an MVP. He is, I mean, you can't take that away. Uh, Number three, I'm going to go Mr. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is legitimately the sole reason Green Bay can make the playoffs. I know Aaron Rodgers is also unbelievable right now, but Aaron Jones, I mean, if you have a dominant rushing game with Aaron Jones – uh, number two, I'm going to have, I don't know, I was debating between Jules and Stephon Diggs, so I'm going to go Jules, uh, Jules without Tom Brady.
1: You're trying to tell me that you're going to put those two wide receivers ahead of Russell Wilson and Josh Allen?
0: Yeah. What are you doing? Russell Wilson.
1: I wasn't done yet. Can I?
0: <laughs> Josh Allen. You didn't can even I... mention
1: their names. Proceed. Can I speak? Or uh, I... yeah, you can actually. Thanks.
2: Julian Edelman had eight catches, one hundred and seventy nine yards. New quarterback, he had a forty nine yard, awesome, amazing catch. Uh, so he's my number. He's my number two. Uh, number one, I am going to have um, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, unbelievable. He had four touchdowns, over four hundred yards. Uh, dude's a champ, and I think he's gonna win some football games. Russ also gets uh, honorable mention because he had five touchdowns and a million yards.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, you guys said most of the names I was going to say. And Cortland Sutton. Cortland, I was going to say Cortland Sutton. To start it off, Curry Cousins, great week. Uh, I think he had three picks and on 110 yards, but he's making $40 million a year, so good for him. Uh, now, uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go off the ball this week. I'm going to go guys that I don't like or partic- I've been critical of. Um, Number four, we're going to go with a guy that's just flying under the radar. He's not a great quarterback, but he played a great game this week, Ryan Tannehill.
1: Oh, uh, well, about time you could show him some respect.
0: 18-24, he had four touchdowns, was really in, in sync with John U. Smith. And, look, if they if they can, like – I mean, they didn't – Derrick Henry didn't run the ball. Well, he did. It's just they, they were, they were stopping him. Right, so. exactly. That's what I'm saying, like. Derek Henry with eighty four yards rushing on twenty five carries. It's not great. Still, a
1: fair, still a solid
0: performance. That's if you not, ask me, I mean, it's a solid performance. You're given,
1: you're given the best running back in the NFL. Twenty five carries. That's what you should sure, do if you're Arthur it's
2: Smith. Not like
0: he was like dynamite. He, no,
2: but does Zach, Zach, Zach's saying
0: that Tarantino, it shows something like, oh, they can win a game with Ryan. Well, it was Derek Henry at?
1: Welcome to the party. Yards Welcome to game. the party. I've always told you that they can win games because of Ryan Tannehill.
0: They won this game, yeah. Ryan Tannehill. They won this game because Ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. was—I mean, he was sharp, and it did—you know—they didn't yeah. have to rely on Derrick Henry just going for fifty yards and a touchdown. <laughs> uh, number three, another guy I said was a terrible quarterback last year, Jared Goff. Uh, it just seems like he's—he's he's been in sync so far this year. The turf was playing fast the, last week, and now. <laughs> This week he went on the road and won a game at Philly that I didn't think they were going to win, to be honest with you. and Yeah, their run their run game was pretty effective, but, I mean, he got in sync with Tyler, Hig- Tyler Higby. who had a great week, three touchdowns. Jared Goff was great this week. I mean, he was great, and he's off to a good start. Are I mean, you
1: surprised the Rams are doing as well as they are? I know, 2-0. The
0: Rams have surprised me. Maybe not. I thought they might win that first week just because everyone was on the Cowboys hard, but... I, I don't know. I I guess I am a little bit surprised that Rams have started out like this. Uh, number two, I will I, – I can't uh, not mention these – Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones just has these blow-up games just like every uh, every few weeks, it feels like, where he's just going to have, like, all the touchdowns and 250 ball-purpose yards and just showing out. Um, and Green Bay looks good, too. I wasn't expecting them to look as good as they have thus far, uh, but I think they're going to win that division. Uh Minnesota's horrid. Minnesota is mm, woof. Uh, A dumpster fire. Number one, um, we'll go Russell Wilson just because I I, I'm a Russ guy and he had five touchdowns. He didn't have an interception. That shouldn't count. Um, I mean, it doesn't count um, to me. Uh, He was just he was perfect. The throws too that he made. I mean the the throw to Metcalf for that touchdown. That was insane. Beautiful throw. The throw to Carson. Just enough touch on it. Just like he's not overthrown... like. Russell Wilson just doesn't seem very, like, rarely does it seem like he's off on a throw. Like, okay, he missed, maybe a miscommunication here and there, but it's just like, doesn't seem like that guy misses on many throws. No. Like, he is on the money, it feels like. Makes the tough throws. Even that one touchdown, their first touchdown, just kind of just fits it in there perfectly. I'm so mad. I just, just like I, a laser I, beam.
1: I'm so mad I slept through this game. That was... <laughs> It was the game I was most, I was most looking forward to this week, and I didn't plan well enough leading up to it to be able to watch it. Um, best team in the NFC through the first two weeks. That's
0: a good question.
1: Um,
0: Seattle, they're up there. Uh, I thought about them, but their I,
1: defense has not been very am good. I forgetting somebody, I, I Green Bay. Like Green Bay. Okay. I put Green Bay ahead of Seattle right now. Okay.
0: Put, I put I go Seattle. Green Bay just beat Detroit. I mean, Detroit's not good. Detroit is terrible i will say i think seattle's proven more i think seattle has proven like i think there is like a if you ask me today like who do you think has a better shot of like like doing more damage in the playoffs right now i'd say seattle but then again they seattle's gonna i mean they play in a much tougher division i think that division is gonna be a gauntlet this year it's and, really good and unfortunately i think san francisco is I'm not going to say they've been eliminated from playoff contention, but they're, I mean, they are, they're really not going to be, I just don't see it with them this year. How are they going to overcome all those um, injuries? Everyone got injured. The prob- Okay, Every so player. They're well, down the
2: best defensive player in the league. They're down a quarterback. They're down both the of Jimmy their running G- backs. Jimmy G
0: may be able Sherman's to play on out. Sunday, though. Sherman's, Sherman's out. That's a big loss. Debo's out.
2: That's a big loss on offense. Greg Kittle may be up in the air.
0: Kittle's out. I mean, Or Kittle, I guess, is trying to play this week, but it's like, Nick Mullins, is this who the guy's going to be? But you said Jimmy G's going to try and play. Okay, but it's an ankle. That's not the best. No. It's a quarterback.
1: And you think, so I, I heard their schedule starting like mid-October is like a gauntlet. So let's go through their schedule. They're they're at the Giants this week. That's a win. Oh, if they don't
0: beat the Giants. The Giants are miserable.
1: Both New York teams are just terrible. To be okay. honest with you, they should win the next three games. Okay, so they're at the Giants. They're home against Philadelphia. That's a, That should be a win. Philadelphia is not very Philadelphia good. Philadelphia is awful. Their defense stinks. Their team's things. Okay, so week five, they're home against the Dolphins. I'll take a win there. Week six, they're home against the Rams. I can't even see them winning that game. Holy
0: crap, the schedule.
1: Okay, and then week seven, they're at New England. Give me an L there. That's Seattle. Week eight, they're at Seattle. I, I, said two, I, I mean, that's a lot of travel that's in funny. two weeks. They're going to lose both those games. They face Green Bay at home, but they seem to have their way with Green Bay. I'll, that's a toss-up game for me there. At New Orleans week 10, please. Give me the Saints in that game, Let's at the Rams in Week throwback. Twelve, following a Week Eleven bye, home against Buffalo. I'm not convinced they're going to be Buffalo now. Uh, and then they're at, they're home against the Washington football team in Week 14. Then they're at Dallas Week 15, at Arizona Week 16, Seattle Week 17. I mean, it's my terrible. God, starting in Week what six? Their schedule is their schedule is not easy.
0: They got to make hay here these next three weeks. They got to win all three. I mean, this is I mean this is a gauntlet how are they going to get out of this alive <laughs> like if they got they got all these injuries too they better get healthy quick so
1: got about 7 minutes left here um so winners and losers from this week real quick i think seattle vegas looked really good last night and oh, they so. went over New Orleans. I'll even put the Browns because I mean they finally they show when they're coached when they're well coached and they do what they do best. They're a good football team.
0: I'm so out of the loop when you said Vegas. I thought you meant like like the gamblers, like they, <laughs> they, like the bookmakers did well. How about the
1: stadium? <laughs> that looks that looks that looks unbelievable. It does.
0: It looks pretty cool. I, I do like that stadium. A lot. Um, Other winners. Uh, I mean. Uh, it's a win. The Bears are two and zero. That's a win for them. They take that and they run with. It. That's that's a win for them. Those are two
2: of the worst wins them, I've ever seen. Them
0: being two and zero, move move all. That's you you win. They won two games this year. great already. That's crazy to me. Uh, other winners. I mean, well they played two of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, but they they're not good themselves. That's uh, who really won the week. I mean, like Baltimore looked great, uh, but I expected them to win.
1: Seattle, I mean, Seattle and Las Vegas to me. I mean, Seattle played in the biggest game of the week and they took care of business and Las Vegas won their home opener on Monday Night Football against a really good Saints team. Now, you want to talk about losers this week? Minnesota stinks. Minnesota stinks. They're not very good. Atlanta, um, Atlanta loses. Denver lost their quarterback for some weeks and they lost their best wide receiver. Yeah. So, who knows what's going to happen with them. Credit to them for almost winning that game. That Yes, very credit. Give a lot of credit to them. Um, other losers from this week: The Jets lose every week. So yeah, that, well, that's we went that. uh, Saquon Barkley and the Giants. Maybe the Niners.
0: Yeah, I mean they lost every player on their team, so that's Broncos good,
1: as well losing their quarterback in Cortland yeah. Sutton. Well, we just said that. Well, I'm gonna say uh, Ah yeah. Philly. Another a huge loser this it's just week.
0: Just me, or I feel like there's just there's a lot of just teams I think that are just bad this year. I mean, there's some good teams, but like.
1: There's a large. There, there, there are a lot of teams that are bad. There's nine teams that are zero and two, but there's a lot of parity in the like league a lot. too.
0: I'll take the Ravens and four. The Ravens look great. The Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs look good. I mean, they're 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 good. They're great. How about
1: Monday Night Football this like, coming week?
0: Oh, that'll be a great game.
1: Chiefs. Like, Ravens. I don't
0: feel good about any of these
1: teams. I mean, right now, I okay. As we transition into previewing the nationally televised games, week three, Thursday Night Football. Nah, I'm not really. I'm not really high on this game, but well it's because it's trash. Miami at Jacksonville. I'll take the Jag I'll take the Jaguars twenty eight to fourteen. Color rush. I, I final score three to two. <laughs> who? Uh, Dolphins. Whoa, okay. They,
0: they, uh, All right. I don't know the score. I'll I will i will just give if I like who I think would win, i t- I guess I'd take Jacksonville. I
1: don't know. I think All it's right. close. Fox this Sunday, number one game. Dallas at Seattle. Two very down-to-teams, but oh I'll God. take I'll take Seattle. I think
0: Seattle should wax them, but they won't. It'll probably be like a 6 point game. I'll be, go, it's going to be a close
1: game. I'll go 34-24 Seattle wins. Dallas will probably, honestly, knowing Dallas, they'll get
0: up off the mat and they'll probably play pretty well. I'd still take Seattle. I,
1: I'm not picking I Dallas. Can't, I, I can't. How can I pick
0: Dallas after that disaster?
1: Seattle by a field goal. Dallas should be 0-2. Yeah, All absolutely. right. Sunday Night Football, another great game. Green Bay and New Orleans.
2: I'll take I'll take Aaron Rodgers. Drew Brees looks like trash. Absolute I, trash.
0: I think I will take the Saints just because I bounce back after a loss. I don't even think like I wanna I don't want to pick the Saints, but it's like after a loss at home I'm just gonna I'm gonna roll with it, you know? It's just like yeah. one of those things. I'll roll with it.
1: I think so too, but I think it'll be a much closer game than I originally expected. I'll take the Saints 37-31.
0: I feel good about the Monday night game too. I had, t- a, I had a good feeling about Seattle winning Sunday night. I have a good feeling about Monday night too. I,
1: who, I, I think you're taking the Ravens, right? I'm taking. The, I think the Ravens beat. It. I think that it's not that the Chiefs are bad. The Chiefs are a really good team, but they they have not looked like themselves the first two games. I don't know what it is, but I'm taking the Ravens to win this game. I think it'll be a good game. It's going to be great talent on the field, but I got to take the Ravens in this game. I'll say 38 to 28. Yeah,
2: I I have them winning forty five to I don't know twenty eight. I think I I think I think.
0: Oh wow wow! That's think a the, lot of points. I think the Ravens
1: are significantly well, the Ravens, better. The Ravens have the talent on offense. I to- would take
0: the Ravens. Th- Thirty-one, And also the better defense. So I would take the Ravens like 31-24, something like that. But I think it's like a game they control. I think like they're going to cover this spread. And I, it's, think that...
1: I mean, it's going to be a really fun game to watch. Yeah. Like if if, if if you love the new NFL, this is the game you want to see. Yeah, I wish fans could be there because that would be a raucous atmosphere of Baltimore. Any other games catch your eye, Alex, before we uh, sign off? In week three next week, uh, well, of course, I mean, the Bengals and the Eagles must win in there. They've got about two minutes left. Really, some kind of some blase. Uh, well, Rams. Bill
0: is a great game. That's. Huh?
1: I mean, I didn't think it'd be that way coming into the season, but it is now. Bears. Falcons will be the worst game of the week. That'll be some. I mean, see that every a game. Every form. game has some kind of storyline. <laughs> <that> uh, <laughs> Raiders. Pa- Raiders. Patriots intrigues me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 really it. And uh, I think that's it for today's show.
0: Oh, it was a great show. I don't. I don't.
1: We'll be back next week, hopefully with a one and two record in Cincinnati.
0: Absolutely. Uh, thanks for coming out to the Triple B's.
1: Oh and three.